everyone. Welcome to The Creative Talk. And we have a special guest for today's episode. I am blown away. I am blown away. And she's waving her hands. I'm, <laughs> I'm blown away because first, I feel a connection with this person um, because she is partly or full Filipino, but living in, in California. Um, and I am so inspired. As you can see in her background, she has like sewing machine. So that's a giveaway tip. <laughs> a very, very talented person, very beautiful, very kind and humble. Guys, um, she's a fashion designer, by the way, an international fashion designer. Ooh. Not so techie. <laughs> Not so techie person. Yeah, that's her boyfriend's role. Um, yes. Let's all welcome a creative talk. Welcome to Rachel Pilla. Welcome to the show, Rachel. Hi, thank you so much for having me here. <laughs> I'm very excited. How are you? I'm doing well. It's actually 11, yeah, 11 at nighttime here. <laughs> okay. This is usually my time. So I'm like a night person. So I'm pretty much alive still. <laughs> wow, nice, nice. So um, I'm excited and I know our viewers and our listeners are very excited to, uh, well, this is my question, right? When you say fashion designer, fashion designing, um, the first thing or, you know, uh, uh, the, the first collection that comes into my mind is glamour, glamour, the, you know, very fabulous. And it's all about being flashy and dynamic, but I know that's very shallow. So that's the reason why you're here. I want to know, and I'm sure our viewers and listeners want to know first, what is a fashion designer and, you know, what does a fashion designer do? in this modern age, right? Yes. So pretty much as a fashion designer, I know the whole glamorous that you just defined. Um, that is true, of course, that it is what we aim for in the public eye. But honestly, like behind the scenes, there's so much more into it that people don't know. There's a lot of work put into it, a lot of time, um, a lot of your ideas. It's all about creativity and expressing what you love and what you're inspired from. and it takes numerous amount of hours just to make a piece of clothing, even though sometimes it could be just a basic shirt that can take like two days to make <laughs> just to get the right fit. Two yeah. days for a shirt. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I mean, it could be longer just so that, you know, there's a lot of like research behind it. You got to go to the right manufacturer, the right textile. So it depends on quality and what you're looking for. Um, wow. Yeah, there's I, a I lot of work. <laughs> it, it, it's a lot of work. I mean, for a single yeah. shirt, it, for an expert like you, an international fashion designer, and it takes two days. How much more to people like us? <laughs> it would take like <laughs> a month. <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, um, Rachel, I, I'm curious now. I'm curious now. Mm -hmm. With that complexity, you know, um, it's very intricate. And it's, you know, it's not easy. It's, yeah. there is a big part of art design and, you know, creative approach um, in it. How did you came to be a fashion designer? What is the story? How did you, so who influenced you or what influenced you to be in that position you are right now? Uh, so pretty much growing up as a kid, I've always been into art. I love drawing or anything like painting. And I pretty much learned over time. It was when I hit during like middle school. So that was like about sixth grade. Um, I was watching a lot of like 
TV shows, um, a lot of celebrities wearing gowns. Um, but from there, I kind of took like my drawing like aesthetics into implementing into clothing. Uh, it started off from drawing first. I didn't sew anything at all, but that's pretty much where I got inspired from is from celebrities, um, how, how they dress, they dress up and how they present themselves. And then it wasn't until probably around senior year in my high school that's when I've decided like, okay, like I've been having the interest of always drawing clothing and pretty much styling it myself. Um, but I still didn't know how to sew at that moment. Um, but that's when I decided to take on like, hey, okay, I just need to go to college, go to my dream college, which was FITM. Um, and then that's when I decided to take a part of fashion. And oh, so you, you really you really studied, you really enrolled yourself to a, yeah. like a cohesive um, program in what in fashion designing or in like sewing in in per se uh fashion designing so that's the major yes so pretty much a part of you know sewing is already in there knowing how to sketch is in there having to work with different programs like adobe illustrator and photoshop yeah there's a lot of stuff that goes wow (laughs) it's so fascinating because um it's like you have the background of um, the technique and then you're utilizing digital softwares and programs. And then in your case, you go back to manual arts because you need to sketch, you need to cut, you know, using scissors, you need to stitch. Wow. So that's because in my case, um, um, I don't know, uh, same, same as you, I took up fine arts, um, but major in advertising. And, and that's the reason why I'm in branding. That's the reason why I'm a branding coach. And then I took up um, a secondary and IB uh, program for visual arts. So, but but you can see the the approach and the journey I'm taking is more on the digital, you know. But but in your perspective, it's mixed. You mentioned Adobe Illustrator. I mean, those are design tools, and yes. you <laughs> are you using both. How does that work? So um, when it comes to production in the fashion industry, um, just uh, starting off from a sketch, right? You design something, let's say it's a dress. Um, but for it to come to real life, you really have to do all the research. Um, when you send it into productions, Adobe Illustrator comes in handy. So there's this thing called drawing out flats. So it's pretty much like a front and back detailed of the actual dress on like pretty much it's like a drawing on the computer that's how it's supposed to look like so it's more detailed more vivid and then that's when they take all the specs down all the measurements so that throughout production it goes well so it's you know there's a lot of people have different understanding of things and you can't be vague about it wow that's like uh tips already like the process and how you do work i'm gonna go back um on that point later and and you can see that my facial expression is just so high because i'm just amazed first because um i'm learning a lot from you know in in fashion designing from a a very talented person like you and second is no it's true Uh, you know um and i'm sure i'm not the only one people uh you know there, there are more there are more of us out there that mm-hmm. has a shallow understanding of you know what the uh, fashion designer or the fashion industry mm-hmm. is is all about so you giving us like example the approach the the process and how you do stuff even though it's basic man that's that's mind blowing um 
So you mentioned your your journey, how you came to be, who influenced you. Uh, what was the greatest challenge you encounter in fashion designing? Oh, dang. <laughs> and I, I want you to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs> I feel like the biggest challenge was pretty much just, I feel like time management was one of them. I, just because... Like you said, there are a lot of parts to designing. It's just not drawing something and sewing something already, unless that is your job. Um, but other than that, I think just having to conquer your fear of putting yourself out there to begin with. Um, being a perfectionist too, I think that's very difficult to overcome just because like- Are you a perfectionist? <laughs> yeah, pretty ah, much. come on. <laughs> <laughs> I like being like perfect on things. I just don't want things to pretty much not turn right. right. You know, mm. I think a lot of people are like that. Mm. You know, you just want things to look great. Um, but honestly, like that kind of like took too much of my time. I feel like I should have just spent less time on that and just moving on to the next thing. Yeah, those are pretty much the um, challenges I had to overcome. <laughs> so that's basically you are creating your own problem if, if you're a perfectionist, yeah. right? <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> I'm, I'm racial. Um, so do, do you make or create a design for certain clients or do you do it on your own for yourself and then what you like an exhibit, like a catwalk? How is, uh, what do you do? Do you service a client or do you do it for yourself? Um, so I actually service a client. Right now, I don't have a preference just because it's like I'm just freelancing at the moment. I'm open to anything, but mainly to specify fashion instead of costume design. I've, I've had people ask me like, oh, can you make this anime costume? I didn't really want to replica that. So I just wanted to be original of my own. Um, but I did have a few of my stuff that I work from school that I showcased on the runway. We have like a school fashion show. So that would be the closest thing that will be actually on a runway. <laughs> but most of my projects, yeah, I try to reach out to clients or they reach out to me. It's mainly a lot of my friends or connections that knows of me and they asked me like hey can you design this like I had a friend who um have a baby boy and she wants something done for his birthday so I was like okay like I'll do that for you so I really love doing that I love understanding people's personalities and implementing my style into that design wow and I'm sure um with your caliber with your talent you will go places Rachel um Thank you. <laughs> and, and yeah I, I mean guys um uh, feel free to check her out. Her Instagram posts are really mind blowing. Um, I know there's technicalities beyond the photographs and you know the photographer's uh, mm -hmm. skills, but the the core itself, you can see that this person has this knowledge in mix matching clothes, the tones, the value of the color, and everything. So that speaks a lot. Um, what are your tips, Rachel? Basic tips for our viewers, our listeners that have the heart, the same heart as you do. And they're probably um, having this idea that, hey, I want to start a business in fashion designing, but I'm scared. Because one, I don't know what to do, where to start. Second, I might be judged. And, and that's going to be my question for you later, <laughs> that judging part. So prepare yourself. <laughs> All right. 
uh, any tips that you can share? Basic tips for people that wants to start in the business of uh, fashion, fashion, fashion industry. Uh, my tip, since I did just launch my brand recently, um, it's been a dream of mine having my own. But, you know, we all get scared. Like, what if this is going to happen? I don't have the budget for it. But I feel like, honestly, like during this time, during the pandemic, um, I feel like a lot of people had a hard time, you know, growing as their own brand. Um, but I just decided just, hey, let's go for it. Um, actually, my boyfriend kind of talked me into it. Like, hey, maybe we should start something more on the budget instead of making clothing. Why won't we start off making masks? So another good idea is start off with something essential, but also right. not so much to produce. Mm. So that would be a, a tip. But if you are going for something bigger and you have the budget for it, I would just say just go for it because you don't know where it's going to land. Um, you don't know who you're going to reach out to. I've had a lot of people who actually really like the product. I mean, of course, there are people there who won't, you know, it's not their style. So, you know, it's okay. Not everybody is going to like it. And, you know, we're the same way as our own person. But as long as you're doing something that you love and you feel passionate for and you believe in it, I prefer for you to just just go for it. You know, you never know where you land on. I love that. I love that. It, it's such an inspiring. Uh, it sounds so basic, but when you really, you know, um, dig into the context of what you just said, it really makes um, everything smooth. Uh, you mentioned that not everyone will like what you create or what you do. Yeah. Now, this brings me to my next question, because I'm really excited to know your perspective, especially <laughs> now that, you know, we are, and I'm sure you're using social media to promote your stuff, right? Yes. Um, have you ever been judged by the social media people oh, on yes. social media? That... All the time. <laughs> <laughs> All the time. <laughs> What's the story behind it? What's the story behind it? Um, so the worst, pick in, the worst, the worst <laughs> one. Okay. <laughs> I'm trying to, I feel like it's just mainly just comments. I feel like that's how far it's going to go. Right, that's right. why when, whenever I tell people, I know there's cyber bullying out there and I understand that people are sensitive about that. Yeah. I mean, I, we all have our certain sensitivity. Um, when I first got into social media, that was probably about, I want to say back in, 2014 that's when I started jumping into like Instagram YouTube right. um, so YouTube was actually the one that I jumped into that kind of like made me go in public even more um, I created this video pretty much focusing on you know fashion and beauty um, lovers and I kind of went off like hey guys like let me know what kind of videos we want to see knowing that nobody really knows about me but um, I started this video it's like a morning routine of what I do in the morning it's just some people just love watching those I mean I personally do too just because I like the aesthetics <laughs> I right, like what right. kind of coffee you're doing <laughs> yeah it's, it's really silly to like how it sounds but you should, honestly you should, super you should share me that link you should share oh, me God. that link I want to okay. check it out <laughs> All right, oh, okay. God. you'll see me waking up in the morning <laughs> oh, okay gosh. okay it's, was it's that scripted there. was that scripted or was that like you know natural it was, raw it was pretty much scripted in a way but it's natural that showing you this right. is what i do on a daily um, okay so like, yeah, what happened what was the comment that you received 
that is kind of negative? Um, I received a comment from this one person um he was pretty much saying oh like why do people like watching this like who would want to watch your boring morning routine like no one needs to know what coffee you use or like what you drink or where you're waking up from what kind of listerine and all that oh gosh I remember that moment and I kind of just felt so judged I was like oh gosh like you know but then at the same time I look up to these influencers who have done the same thing and I'm just thinking to myself, why am I going to let someone take that away from me from something I'm passionate about? And that's what makes me happy. I'm not going to let someone take away that from me. I'm not not doing any harm at all. So it's okay. (laughs) You're right. You learn from it. I I agree. I agree. I mean, um, clearly, he's those person that made that Mm -hmm. comment is not your market so Mm -hmm. if he if they don't like uh to watch the content that you're producing so just leave um and on the other side i i always say this you know i always say this to people Mm -hmm. that produces stuff and uses social media to promote them Mm -hmm. you are doing it not for any validation of the people because you will never get that right um if if you have yes of course if you have that perspective though which you know it's natural you will get stressed because you can like let's say for 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 today you you made something you put it out there and people loved it good you feel that um validation from them Mm -hmm. the acceptance What happens now is the next day, they could change their freaking mind. They could hate you. They could forget you and move on. And then you will feel that, hey, what's what's wrong? What what did I did something that I deserve this? You know, things like that. So you will never get that full validation from people. Although you will have solid followers, and I'm sure you do have that core that those mm-hmm. friends, those people that really believe yeah. in you, mm-hmm. loved you, and who will stick to you until the end. So that's where, you know, the positivity yeah. in that. But yeah, do not look for validation online. I mean, that's going to be stressful. That's going to rob mm-hmm. you of your peace and your life will be a big freaking mess. <laughs> yes, I agree. That's why it's good to have your own small circle. And that's just the people you go to. You, know, you ask your opinions about it. But it is hard pleasing everybody. So, you know, it, there's just so much you can do. And there is a limit to how how far you can hear from others. Let's say you do want to please your audience. But there are limitations to it. And you don't want to like go off of something that you're not comfortable with to begin with. I love that. I love that. Um, Because I was like, um, there's a, I think that was last week. Mm -hmm. I had a guest in, 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 in the podcast Uh um, that there was a certain season in her life that she felt that she was just, you know, following what her, you know, what her core Mm -hmm. is, uh, what they want. So she's producing stuff. She's a designer. She's producing stuff Mm -hmm. that it's okay. It's really in the A A level, but then it does, mm-hmm. she doesn't like what she's doing anymore. She's only doing it because of that's what um, her followers mm-hmm. is uh, yeah. what they want. So, in in your perspective, have you ever felt that you know that your clients or your colleagues are are giving you so much input that it's robbing your freedom? Yeah, I've had 
a couple times where I get into those situations, but then when I do realize, I kind of just step back from it. I feel like over time, I've kind of experimented with social media too and what my niche is, just because I do fashion. But other than that, I want to implement my hobbies within to it. So there was a point in time where I'm I got really into cars. So I I kind of got into myself like into the car club, and then people are like telling me like oh you should build your car this way or you should fix it up but like it got to the point where like okay no like I'm just I kind of just want to just do my own thing like this is not really something I want yeah I feel like just having those boundaries set there you don't want to like you said stress yourself out and put yourself in the wrong place so that that's very important so I understand how situations like that can be very uncomfortable wow it you know, my respect to you just went all the way up. Uh, because it's, I'm an artist also. Um, mm-hmm. And I know the complexity of, you know, what you do, the design that it's involved. And for hearing you with that perspective, um, it's such a, such an inspiring thing that you are creating, first, you're in a, a foreign country, Maybe that you know you're a citizen or something. People will judge you, and then you're in social media. Which, by mm-hmm. the way, there's a lot of um, interior designer, fashion designer, artists that are also utilizing social media. They're doing what you do. So yeah. again, there's judgment, there's competition. But you, hearing mm-hmm. now your perspective, you're just doing what you love. Your your mm-hmm. story about the car thing. You know, even though there's people that would give you opinions, draw you, you know, pulling you into that uh, pit of competition, Mm -hmm. you still stood your ground and you're relaxed. You have, you know, I'm amazed because I can just see such a positive vibe. I don't know if you're faking it, (laughs) but (laughs) but I'm really amazed. I can see, you know, a positive vibe, such uh, a cheerful heart, full of uh, peace enjoy so that's mm-hmm. something you need to maintain that and i'm sure you yes. can share that to people around you maybe your clients oh, or yes. people that patronize mm-hmm. your stuff that's a powerful combination yes i love giving out advice just to see how um, i can help out others who are going through the same thing i mean i've kind of just been through it already <laughs> and just i just need to watch out too still like now i'm actually getting into gaming but i don't want to follow myself into that that whole, like you said, too much, but I just want to do something that I like doing as putting it aside. But yeah, just putting yourself out there that way, I think that's the, the best advice I can give. Wow. So you're into gaming now. That is does that that's, that's um, <laughs> does, does that explain the computer chair, the gaming chair, yes. sorry, and the gaming headphones? Okay, yes. okay, okay. I'm then, building my first PC. So wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow. What which game in particular? Oh, I you have in mind warfare. <laughs> Ooh. Call Ooh. of Duty. I'm, have you tried Valorant though? Because I no, play Valorant. I haven't. Okay, I have. Um, uh, my best friend's boyfriend actually plays Valorant, and yeah, I've mm. seen him play. I don't know. I haven't tried it yet. I'm not so sure if I can get into it. I'm really picky when it comes to games, but definitely Modern Warfare. I'm enjoying it. I'm not really great, but it's but fun. <laughs> we're in the same boat. <laughs> I just I, I love the the concept of you know playing with yeah. my friends. So some oh, of my of clients and partners are from Australia in a different uh-huh. region, so we play together. But then you know I'm I'm not. I think um, 
I die more often than I can kill. Oh, people. it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> we actually have a joke on that with my boyfriend. Whenever we play all together, he would always get the most deaths, and we would always feel like you're always winning with that streak. <laughs> and he'll be so happy about it, like he accomplished something. <laughs> well, the good part is when when I'm you know when we're playing the game and then I'm dead, I have more time you know uh, sending messages. In Instagram, <laughs> a little break time. You're like, yeah. okay, hold on. it's not actually a little break. It's like the gaming, me playing. That's the break because <laughs> I can spend like what uh, two minutes, and then I'm dead for for like what twenty minutes waiting for my teammates to finish the game. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. So it's that kind of game. <laughs> no, but but the, but Valorant. You know, I'm not getting paid to promote Valorant, but Valorant is so unique uh, because. Aside from your weapons that you can use, okay. you have these special abilities. The each character that you use, they call it agents. It okay. has um, unique abilities that only you can use. So oh. there, there are times that you don't need weapons. I mean, oh. you can you can use them, or it's up to you. But because oh. of your abilities, you can really finish the game just relying on those special abilities. There are oh, stealth. There are team okay. powers. It's just an amazing take on first-person shooter games. So yeah, feel oh, free to try it out. Okay, I'm gonna try that out now. <laughs> All right, Riot, Riot, and Valorant. I am open for <laughs> promotions. <laughs> I just, I just promoted your game, which is awesome. Okay, we're open for it. <laughs> Got another uh, subscriber here. <laughs> I'm gonna change my career. I'm not a branding coach anymore. I I'm gonna be a game caster. Well, let's get on Twitch. Let's stream. Yeah, yeah. But my expertise would be how to manage stress because of dying too much. Right, right. So yeah, that's a talent right there. That, that's a talent. That that's a different mindset. You know. Yeah. <laughs> well, that that was a. Uh, uh, a good a good side story about games. Um, how about Rachel? Uh, before we continue to the next part, can you share something about you know basic perspective from from you? What does it take to be a fashion designer? Do you need to be, for example, do you need to be advanced in in arts or do you need to be good in drawing? Do you need to be familiar with colors or something like that? So it's up to you if you're going to take this uh, answer, take this question in a technical route or more in realistic approach. So what does it take to be a fashion designer? Uh, I feel like to be a fashion designer, first of all, you do need to be passionate about it. Um, you do need to have patience. That's number one thing because everything takes time and Things are not always going to be perfect, so it gets it gets stressful a lot. I've been in a lot of those situations, <laughs> um, but for the technical side, um, I you don't really need to be the best drawer out there. You'll need to be the best at that. That's not really what I would recommend. As long as you have the idea, you have the vision, and you believe in it, that's really what matters. And when you get into the more techie side, saying like, if you know, you need to know the right colors and all that, I feel like that already implements to your vision. So if that's what you see, then that's what you go for. And when it comes to the actual like production, then you do have to be more um, detailed about that. 
but there are some designers out there who just kind of like work on their on their own like how I do it I just do my own custom work I don't really have a manufacturer or anything of that sort I pretty much just do what I do um it is it is helpful to go to school for it or at least be in a program that teaches you more side of it just because if you do want to custom make your own clothing you have to know how to do patterns and that's the part that gets really difficult at times because you know knowing the right fit everyone has different types of body you do need to just have your own sizing to it and adjusting to things alteration um, those are the important parts I would suggest that would be the important part to be advanced in just so that you don't make your mistakes just because things are costly and things you can't afford it like over and over again because there is a one time where I bought some fabric and it kind of went to waste just because I made a mistake in cutting yeah wow. so <laughs> I was like okay I learned but good thing I didn't spend too much on it so just things like that it's just you don't want to mess up throughout the process but it's a trial and error so it's mm. okay um, but those are pretty much like my advice and how it is to be a fashion designer Wow. Well, the good part is if you do commit a lot of mistakes, you have a lot of tablecloths or, you know, door doormats that you can use from the scrap material, right? You can Yeah, make... that could work too. <laughs> <laughs> we could we could try. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We could work it out. <laughs> right, right, right. Yes, yeah. There are um, some parts. Yeah, sorry. There are some parts that you were saying. Oh, there are Oh, there are some parts that um that can't be fixed. So oh, it yeah. Is, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, um, well, when you're when you're creating um, when you're creating a like 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 for example a shirt, mm -hmm. how big do you need? How big? Like, is it one yard? Uh, uh, is it enough for a shirt? Or one yard can be enough for a shirt, but depending on the size, that's really just what it matters. So. Uh, yeah, sometimes, um, I don't know if you have ever came across, but sometimes it's kind of just unfair when you do custom work for people who have different sizing. Um, sometimes between um, their sizing, you end up spending so much and then you end up charging them too much just because their sizing's a little bit more. So that's the part that um, gets kind of complicated, but it does depends on sizing though, when, you, when you're buying a shirt. But for just a basic like average uh, size shirt, I would say maybe like a yard and a half would be enough. Wow, so that's another knowledge bomb. You know, mm -hmm. you really need to focus on the sizing, right? Yeah. Wow, wow. <laughs> Too much. There's a lot of learning. <laughs> yes, there is. <laughs> Thank you so much for giving me, giving us actually a lot of tips, perspective. Now we have, you know, it's like listening to a wonderful story, knowing the ins and outs of, you know, the fashion industry from a very respectful and very talented uh, fashion designer. Like now, Rachel, we are in the part of the show that we will play a game. All right. Okay. So Valorant. We call no, no, not Valorant. <laughs> we can, we can. But um, this part of the show, uh, we call it the creative fast talk. All right. Okay. So how it works is we will ask you random questions. Mm -hmm. So random that I did not know those questions until 
midway of this conversation, my team just gave me the set of questions. Although I can choose which one to go first, right? Okay. okay so these questions are has nothing to do with your expertise, your art topic, <laughs> or your background. Nothing. So it's okay. really <laughs> random. Okay. It's like All right. it's fun. It's stupid. It's it's just you know <laughs> random. Okay. okay. Um, don't spend too much time in thinking what the right answer would be. So just whatever you that comes into your mind, just shoot. Mm -hmm. okay? okay. The goal of this part is for for people to see that we are really humans. You know, in, in spite of you being a fashion designer, very fashion focused, artistic human being and, and digital entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. This is also a side that hey, Rachel is is human after all. She she laughs. <laughs> um, she 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 sometimes don't know what to say for like silly <laughs> questions asked. So that's the goal of this part. All right, that's good. <laughs> okay, question number one: What is your favorite weather? My favorite weather, I would say fall and winter, <laughs> even okay. though we don't really have that in California. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I experienced it, but for the season here, yes, fall and winter. Right, right. Okay. Love or money? Love, for okay. sure. Um, Netflix or YouTube? Oh, that's a hard one. <laughs> oh, I'll go with YouTube. I'll go with okay. YouTube. Okay, okay, yeah. yeah. Text or call? I'd rather call. <laughs> okay. Chocolates or vanilla? Chocolates. If you were an animal, what animal would you be and why? Um, I've always wanted, well, I feel like it just kind of ties into my zodiac sign. I've always liked the lion. <laughs> I'm a Leo. So just because it represents a lot of bravery, leadership, um, loyalty, I feel like it represents represents a lot to it so i would definitely would love to be a lion <laughs> wow okay favorite tv show oh uh there's a lot but my all-time favorite once upon a time <laughs> oh a yeah fan. that's so long <laughs> i know but, but, I like, fan. <laughs> yeah, but, but it's so unique i love the approach it, it's yeah it's a, it's a different. different take right mm -hmm. it's a different there's approach a in in yeah like yeah the twist it's very yeah. nice. It's very you nice. You don't expect it too much. Like yeah. it's not your ordinary Disney right, show. Right, a little right. twist to it. Yeah. I love that too. But it's so long and it's just, <laughs> you know, it's stressful just seeing those seasons and those episodes. So yes. <laughs> okay. You're like, what? <laughs> Favorite movie of all time. Oh, dang. Mm. That's hard, just because I like a lot. Um, okay, I'm gonna help you with this. Top three. Top three okay. movies of all time. I definitely love Haunted Mansion. <laughs> I've replayed that so many times, <laughs> especially during the season. <laughs> I'm really known for that. A lot of people like to troll on me on social media for just watching Haunted Mansion again. <laughs> um, another one, any Avengers movie. I really like action. Those are really fun. Mm. Um, another third one... I feel I can't really choose which one to be exact, but I love like just princess movies, Disney princess <laughs> movies. I grew up with that. <laughs> I will not ask little why. girls. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Having that, having said that, 
What mm-hmm. is your favorite Disney princess? Who? Sorry. Who is your favorite Disney princess? Uh, I have three. <laughs> All right. Okay. Shoot. Okay. Top three again. <laughs> top three. Um, Snow White, pretty much, because I I grew up with her. She was right, like my right. idol when I was a kid. Um, third one would be Jasmine. Oof, um, yeah. I really love Aladdin. Oh gosh, yes, that is the other movie that I really love. The live action one, they did a really good job. That's right, what I think, right. in my opinion. Me too. Um, the other one, I don't know if she considered as a princess, but oh. it's um, Megara from Hercules. So, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. I guess she could be like a goddess, but she's not really a goddess. But I do love her character in there. Nice, 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 nice combination. And I, <laughs> I'm a, my all-time favorite Disney um, mm-hmm. movie is uh, Aladdin. So, oh, yeah, nice. I, I just love the <laughs> the the culture, the the character, mm-hmm. and then when they made the movie. The mm-hmm. vibrance of the colors—it's yeah, so rich. Right? Yes, they did a great job, especially with the costume designing. I really love. Yeah, that. oh no, yeah. that's why you love it, right? Yes, right, right. <laughs> yes it's really good. It, it was weird though for Will Smith to play the genie, but mm. yeah, he he, he did a good. Pulled it one. off, yeah. Yeah, he yeah. It off. yeah right, right. <laughs> um, next, toothbrush or soap. Oh, <laughs> oh, damn. Oh, dang. Um, maybe I'll choose soap. Maybe I can put that on my mouth. <laughs> Gotta use it for more than one thing. <laughs> yeah, why not? <laughs> Just don't poison yourself. <laughs> well, you will gargle and then, you know, that's where yeah. the... <laughs> part that gets funny. Um, <laughs> that's weird. What is the weirdest food you ever tried? The weirdest food. Um, that's actually really tough. Because I feel, I actually, I feel like I've never really tried anything weird. <laughs> because I'm open to like, I know there's some people who doesn't like to eat oysters or sushi, like sashimi. Um, but I, I don't know. I've, I've never gone far to like eating insects or anything like that. I would never do that. <laughs> I'm scared of bugs. So that, that's not a thing for me. <laughs> Although um, when I think when I was in Thailand or it's either Thailand uh-huh. or Cambodia, there's a um, uh, garlic uh, stir fried veggies with crickets. Oh, and, no. <laughs> yeah. But the the funny thing was the crickets were really deep fried and if you don't know that they're crickets you would you would Probably first think like, that yeah. it's like you know how like a brown you know uh, brown garlic is when they're like deep fried yeah yeah so they look like that they don't taste uh, anything weird mm-hmm. because of the you know the spiciness and the flavor of the vegetables yeah it's distracting <laughs> yeah but they also serve you know grubs that are raw so yeah. that's where it gets weird. Yeah, I was like, no, I'm not going that far. <laughs> that's where, that's where when you bite the the insect, you know, the juice gets out, oh, and no. it's just. Uh. <laughs> I can't do that. <laughs> no, I, I didn't try oh, that. God. I was just messing. Okay. I'm just messing. No. I mean, that'd be no, cool. No, no. Yeah, but I, I just can't. No, it's not. It's not cool. It's not cool at all. No. <laughs> Let those insects live yeah. and, you know, 
let them yeah, just, be. Just, just <laughs> <there>. <laughs> Don't touch them. Right, right. Just, just go, yeah. go, go away. Yeah. Okay. Um, last question. A bit serious one though. Um, if you have a, if you have the power to bring back someone back from the dead, who would it be and why? Oh, that is tough. <laughs> I'm like really diving into it. Oh gosh. I feel like I would want to bring back my ancestors. Like, you know, maybe my great, great, great grandma from my mom's side of family, just because I kind of know my family history. Um, I don't know for how it is in your family, but for Filipinos, you know, we say that we're full Filipinos, but then sometimes like I wonder um, if I am I mixed or, you know, I kind of just want to see my true family tree. I'm really interested into that. I think that's pretty much what I would bring back. Wow. Uh, I am, again, I am amazed. Because I was not <laughs> expecting that. Uh, no, it's it, it's. I'm just being realistic. You know, mm-hmm. people, especially Filipinos, yeah, when they are in a different country and for mm-hmm. so long, they embrace that. You know, regardless of the which uh, nationality mm-hmm. or passport you are holding, but mm-hmm. they totally forget the roots that they have. Um, yeah, and I don't know why they have their reason, and mm-hmm. that's their right. Yeah, but hearing this from you, a thriving, uh, rising star, a fashion designer in California, uh, having this heart to really know about your roots, your culture in the Philippines, um, mm-hmm. maybe in a different country, right? So yeah. that just gets my respect. So I, I really <laughs> value that perspective. I really value that mindset. Thank you for sharing that. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that says a lot. Yeah. Perfect talent, um, skills, looks, humor, and now cultural. And, you know, it's so, so much value combined in a wonderful person like you. So Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate it so much. Right, right. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you so much, Rachel, for sharing those tips, learnings, having fun with us, and talking about games. <laughs> <laughs> um, feel free to promote any releases, your social media platforms, uh, mm-hmm. your accounts, or any project you're working on, collaborations. The floor is yours. Feel free to promote them. Oh, thank you. Uh, so I have my Instagram page. Uh, it's just Rachel Pila. That's R-A-C-H-E-L-L-E-P-I-L-A. Um, I do have a brand that I just started, like I said. It's called Lux Vision. It's L-U-X-V-Z-N.com. Um, you'll just see pretty much custom masks from there. And I'm, I am actually launching more coming up. So I've been on the works on that. It's just taking some time. Um, but for other projects, I am working on my blog site. I haven't actually announced it yet. This is my first time announcing it. <laughs> um, I'll go ahead and share that within my Instagram page once it's there. Um, but other than that, uh, YouTube, yeah, same thing. I feel like all my links will just pretty much on my social media on Instagram. That's like my main source. <laughs> and that's pretty much it. <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much, Rachel. Guys, check her out, her YouTube account, her Instagram account. 
such a wonderful person. You will learn a lot. You'll get inspired. I am blown away. Thank you so much, Rachel, for spending the time here with us in the Creative Talk. Guys, feel free to check us out in Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iTunes. We have a YouTube channel and our IG accounts and Facebook. Feel free to drop by and say hello. (laughs) So thank you. Um, Rachel, for being such a wonderful, wonderful guest here uh, in the Creative Talk. I really appreciate it. And I'm sure our listeners and our viewers are really amazed hearing wonderful stories and learnings from you. Thank Thank you you so so much much for having me here. I feel so honored. (laughs) This is my first one. (laughs) Right, right, right. Thank you so much, guys. And... Stay safe, you know, be be creative, inspire, have a positive outlook in life. All right, stay safe, God bless. This is the Creative Talk with John Santos and Rachel Pilla. 